Curiosity is not a sin, Harry, but you should exercise caution. It's a pensive, very useful if, like me, you find your mind a wee bit stretched. It allows me to see once more things I've already seen. What you are looking at are memories. This file contains the most particular memory. I'd like you to see it, if you will. Welcome to Into the Pensieve. I'm Esme Muller, and with me is Vicky Farmer. Today we are going to talk about Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Just so you know, we are going to be spoiling this book and the books after and the books before. <laughs> yeah, the books before, but if you've read this book, you probably have read the books before. So if you haven't read all the Harry Potter books, we might spoil it for you or reference something that you don't know what it is and it won't make much sense. So if you haven't read them all, you should probably just listen to something else okay so let's start talking about this book okay so the book starts off harry is at the dursleys again you know he blows up his aunt marge oh yeah that's so funny yeah okay this is what i don't wonder this is what i wonder how do they like what's the word deflate her I don't know. <laughs> I like to imagine them taking a pin. And <laughs> she just goes, boom. Repeat that. I imagine her, them, taking a pin and poking her. And she just booms. Yeah. And then she's just, like, really skinny. <laughs> <laughs> Much skinnier like, than she started out. <laughs> yeah, what if, like, they... Sh- or maybe they do the thing where, like, they shrink you. And then they're just like, oh, tell me when you're at your normalness. And then she just let them... Make her a little bit skinnier. Yeah. Okay, That's so Harry is scared. He runs away. Which is not the smartest move. Yeah, and he falls down and is able to summon the night bus because he put his r- wand arm out. His night bus with a K. Knight bus. <laughs> and somehow the bus came. And I thought that was just weird because... Yeah, like- so if that's basically implying if you stand anywhere and you stick out your wand arm, you're summoning the knight bus. And I know that's not what it's called. Maybe you need to stick it out into the street. Or maybe it's like because you would think that just magically they know that's why. But then why would it work for Harry? Maybe because he was thinking about trying to like he was trying to figure out a way to escape and run from the law basically. Yeah. So, I think that's why it worked for him. Because he was thinking about moving in some way with transportation. So. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But the reason he sticks out his wand arm is he he sees this big black dog across the street. And he's like, maybe that's something I need to attack. Just in case I just stick out my wand. And then the Knight bus appears. Again, I know that's not what it's called. (laughs) Deal with it. So, the Knight bus appears. And these dudes are on there, and they're kind of weird. And there's a shrunken head. Yeah, that's only in the movie. Oh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I always find that part so disturbing. Okay. If you haven't seen the movie, there's a shrunken head, and it talks, and it's (laughs) really creepy. Okay. So, if you go to Harry Potter World, they actually have one that talks to you. That is so creepy. It's really (laughs) creepy. Okay. So, and then Harry makes it to Diagon Alley. He meets Fudge. Fudge the Minister of Magic, if you don't know. Yeah, Fudge acts like a weirdo, and he's, like, way <laughs> too happy to see him. He's like, hi, hi there, <laughs> you're so cute. Yeah, and he pardons Harry for doing underage magic. And then later, he kind of, at the hearing in the fifth book, he's like, and hey, you, you blew up your aunt, and he's like, uh, you yeah. said it was okay. <laughs> you can't change your opinion now. <laughs> it's too late too late if i i don't understand harry should have been uh uh imprisoned in the fifth book <laughs> but okay whatever um I get imprisoned it's just your wand gets snapped. yeah but especially They're after different things, he should have been arrested for blowing up his aunt well, but <laughs> fudge did say that like he he would have been safer in azkaban than at home that's actually true <laughs> but like fudge does because like a lot of underage magic 
like how you get accepted in Hogwarts is you do magic, but you don't have a wand. So that's what happened to Harry. So it's like you can't control that. Yeah. It probably would have gotten worse if he wasn't in Hogwarts. Okay, so he's staying there for a while. and Of the Leaky Cauldron. Yeah. And, and he, then Ron Hermione comes and he's like, oh, hey, guys. <laughs> and then... Wait, where is Hermione staying? Is she staying at the Leaky Cauldron? Yeah, or? she is. Her parents drive her off a few days early. Well, yet again, she's leaving her parents behind. I know, it's so sad. She loves her parents, and then she sees them, like, a few weeks <laughs> a year. Like, she stays at Hogwarts for Christmas, and it's like, that's so sad. Yeah. And then, every summer, she leaves them early to do things with her friends. And, like, wouldn't you think once her parents went with her? Like, wouldn't her parents want to meet the Weasleys? Yeah, if I were her parents, I would have been like, oh, can we come with you? Like, at least the first time, because... Yeah, she don't know, you she, don't know who these people are. Yeah, she's basically going off to live with them for a while. And it's weird. Yeah, she's was just like, "Hey, mom, th- I met a friend at school, and his parents are inviting me over to ho- uh, over to stay at his house for a while." She's like, and "That's like, not creepy at all." Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so then th- maybe they talked when they dropped Hermione off, but still, that's not yeah. that okay. And so so then, um, Ron's family went to Egypt, which is really cool. And Ron said that Scabbers got kind of sick, so they go to um, the magical creature place i forget i love emporium that's where the owl things are it's the magical menagerie ah uh, yeah that's what <laughs> it is okay so um, and then hermione hermione's gonna get an owl but um then a cat jumps on ron's head and she's like oh it's so cute <laughs> which is actually kind of weird because it's a cat that jumps on people but I would love that cat if it jumped on Ron head, Ron's head and I'd be like, this is the cat I want. It attacks Ron. <laughs> and then she gets that cat. But then, like, it's Ron doesn't like it because he's like, well, that cat attacked me. And then the cat, his name is Crookshanks, and he's so precious. Yeah. And he keeps on trying to attack Scabbers throughout the book, and they're all like, hey, Stop. what's going on? <laughs> and then Ron kind of hates Crookshanks. Which is totally weird because he hates Crookshanks. I mean, he hates Scabbers. So why is he suddenly like, oh my golly, uh, Crookshanks keeps on attacking uh, my rat. And I hate my rat, but I still don't (laughs) want him to die. I don't want him to die. I just don't want him to live. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's because if uh, Scabbers dies, he's not going to have another pet. His parents are going to be like... Well, you didn't take good care of uh, scabbers. You didn't do <laughs> Yeah, so. But also, like, yeah, I don't know. I bet his parents would be like, well, he was really old, so I don't think that's on you. Yeah, but still. But he was, if he was eaten by a cat, I'd be like, you should have been watching your rat better. But also, like, how do you watch a rat 24-7 at school? Also, it's kind of weird. Like, why do you have pets? You're in classes. I don't know. And what's what's the what's even the point of having an, your own owl? They have school owls that you can borrow for free, and you don't yeah. even have to pi- buy their food. Do you or like pay for them? I don't think you have to pay for them. I think they're just free. Yeah, they are. But you and you also you don't have to buy your own owl's food either. You can just have them eat the school owl's food. But whatever. And it's just easier to just use a school owl. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Okay, so moving <laughs> on. So um, then they go off to Hogwarts, and while they're on the train, something weird happens. Well, for one thing, there's this creepy guy in their compartment, and it's an yeah. adult, which is really weird. And then on his trunk, it says, Remus Lupin. So they're like, oh, he's probably our new defense against the dark arts teacher. How do they know? <laughs> well, because um, but they, they, it's they're, they're, he's not, they, they don't recognize him, so they're like, oh, he's filling in the defense against the dark arts post. He could have just jumped on the train, but he doesn't. That would have been funny. <laughs> just a hobo jumps on a train. Yeah, because have never, you ever wondered, just kind of off topic, but what would happen if a muggle accidentally went onto platform nine three quarters? I think you can only get through if you have magic. It, like, I think you can only get through the barrier if you are magical. But what if Hermione's parents want to go into the... They can't, I guess. Well, they do, don't they? Like... They do? I swear that the 
maybe if muggle you chill like um maybe if you bring a muggle with you it works i don't know <laughs> like yeah i don't know okay so it'd be funny if a muggle just like fell through the ground they're like whoa yeah this is so weird <laughs> there are a bunch of people in cloaks <laughs> they're just like what what even just okay happened. okay so um they're on the Hogwarts express and a dementor comes and, and it, it's creepy and it's a big person kind of yeah but it hovers <gasps> it hovers <gasps> and harry gets knocked out well, or they pass out they're different things yeah whatever and then he eats chocolate <laughs> and everything's fine by the way chocolate from europe is really good yeah so maybe that's why we have some at our house right now it's really good. <laughs> okay so that's off topic again mm-hmm. um so but maybe that's why i wonder if it's only a, ki- a specific kind of chocolate i think it's just if any like chocolate i think maybe just because if it's the kind of chocolate Sugar that makes is you, medicine, maybe if it's the kind of chocolate that makes you happy, or all oh, chocolate ooh, makes oh, me oh, happy. Oh, I know it's the placebo effect. It's because Remus told Harry, <sighs> "Eat this chocolate, and you'll be better." But the Madame Pomfrey does it too. Oh yeah, true. Well, maybe everyone knows about this placebo effect well, except for Harry. Everyone at work. Everyone but Harry knows about it. So then, it's only Harry that it works on. Or maybe they just think, eat some sugar, and it's all better. Yeah. I don't know. And maybe it's just because chocolate makes most people happy. Or maybe so. it's just that there's sugar in it, and Harry just gets a quick <laughs> sugar boost, and he's like, we're good. Okay. Yeah. So then they I get like o- to imagine that that's They get off happens. the Hogwarts Express, and it's weird. And, they and then <laughs> he talks to McGonagall and Madame Pomfrey, and they're like, <gasps> child, are you okay? <laughs> yep. I'm good. <laughs> and then they talk about Hermione to Hermione about something, but we don't know what that is. Secret secrets. Yeah, but we find I, out later. We find out later. <laughs> so then they miss the sorting for the second <laughs> year in a row. By the way, they only are actually there for the sorting for three years. Bum, bum, bum. For the first year, the fourth year, and the fifth year. And those yeah. are my three favorite books really yeah i think that maybe if this maybe, maybe that's why <laughs> yeah maybe if it, maybe if they experience the sorting every year you would have had a better experience with those books okay the sorting must just be so dull you're just yeah. like let's read a long <clears throat> list of names you're probably gonna forget all of them by tomorrow yeah and then well i mean it's like you'd probably remember the ones who are in gryffindor if like you house. if you are in Gryffindor, yeah, like in your house, <laughs> like if you're, in I wouldn't. <laughs> I, there would just be so many names. I'd be like, is that the person in Gryffindor, or is it that? Okay, other but person? there are only like about eight kids I know, in your then, house. There's so many names, though. True, there'd be like thirty-two. 32. There's probably more than that. There's probably more than eight for each. Okay, so Harry misses it, and later on. He's just bumbling through life. Mm-hmm. And um, he kind of knows. <gasps> we actually missed something. Oh, we totally forgot to talk about Sirius. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then, I'm sorry, we forgot some vital information. Well, at the Leaky Cauldron, Harry overhears a conversation that there's this guy named Sirius Black, and he killed 13. Yeah, 13 people with one curse. And he's supposedly after Harry. It's supposedly, right? With a D? Yeah, it is. Okay, just making sure. It's spelled with a D, so I would assume it was pronounced with a D. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> so, yeah, Harry's kind of scared-ish. Not really. Yeah, he doesn't really care. Which always is like, dude, someone's trying to kill you. Yeah. Get it together. And Harry breaks his Nimbus 2000. When he's playing Quidditch, because that's funny. He is freaking. He passes out because of Dementors, Dementors, and he falls off his broom. His broom gets sucked into the Whomping Willow, and he wakes up in the hospital wing. And oh, all by he the ca- way, Dumbledore saved him. Yeah, and all he seems to care about is where's my broom? How much should we just skip? I feel like we went. Mm. We didn't skip that much. I don't think. No, okay. we didn't. We didn't. We just skipped some boring school stuff. Yep. Okay. So. Good. And then later on. Harry 
gets sent a firebolt and he's like it's okay i don't know who this came from that's fine <laughs> you should like but we find out later if that's serious black sent him but weird question how does he get it doesn't he say that he orders it and but still like aren't like when you order something i don't know if this i'm pretty sure this is how it works in the magical world too you like say who orders it and where you it's May, like he okay he might have placed the order under harry potter's name and withdrew it from his vault somehow i don't really know but i don't think the, i don't think the goblins care about whether it's an escaped convict or not because yeah. they don't dabble in i the think wizarding. he just takes it from the black family vault i don't think it's like his vault specifically yeah. Sirius actually has a very depressing life. Yeah. <laughs> his whole family's dead. <laughs> Except for his cousins who he hates. Well, one cousin he likes. But oh, yeah. he barely knew her because he never dabbled well, in he her life. He barely knows her anymore. Yeah. Okay. Off topic. Okay. <laughs> oh, by the way, when Harry... Oh, no, we did skip something important. Vicky. Um, what? Harry has his first divination and caramatical creatures lesson. Oh, right. Two things. Mm-hmm. So, in his first divination lesson, the reading tea leaves, which I always thought was like... Magical. Like, no, it's like, <laughs> you really think that this is something. Wow. <laughs> and he gets this weird blob, because they're all weird blobs. <laughs> and Professor Chelani, the divination teacher, goes over and he's like, <sighs> that's the grim... And everyone's like, what? No, wait, two people. No, wait, three people. Three people. Yeah, three people. Is it three or is it two? It doesn't matter how many. (laughs) Almost everyone knows what this means. Except for Harry. Sorry, I'm trying to think of how many people it is. Because it's Dean, Harry, and I feel like Lavender, but that doesn't make any sense. So... Two or three. Sorry, I got way too involved. It does not matter. Um, Almost everyone knows what it is. And um, then Harry's like, what is that? And Chelani's like, it is the omen of death. You're going to die. And he's like, no, I'm not. And he's like, okay, cool. (laughs) So then they go to their um, transfiguration lesson. And like, they tell McGong, she's like, oh, she predicts that every year. And none of them have come true so far and they're like oh, so nothing far. to worry about the power it. of yet, yet. <laughs> um and so then harry just kind of forgets about it and then later he has his first caramelical creatures lesson and guess what hagrid's the teacher yay but at the same time boo because he favors the gryffindors on the first lesson he does some not that smart decision making and thinks i'll just show them this really dangerous creature on their first ever care magical creatures to try to get them pumped for the class so then he shows them hippogriffs which are actually really cool half eagle half horse Uh, you don't really care about the eagle half though because i think it's the coolest has the wings and the beak and the claws yeah what is the coolest it just has a horse's butt Okay. Not that exciting. I, I don't think Hager should have shown it to them that way. He should have, like, first, he should have had a lesson telling them what hippogriffs are. And then, like, how, showing how to take care of them. Yeah, and then how to be safe around them. And then, if may, done, and and then, then, then like, petting them. And, well, I think before he they pet them, like, the day that they do pet them, go over, like, a little review, ask every student, like, how, okay. No, the day before you pet them, have, like, a little test. So then everyone knows how to be safe and how to take care of them and stuff about hippogriffs. And then and it shows them how to pet them. Yeah. And then they do. And then no one ever rides them because that's dangerous. Extremely. <laughs> um, so then Harry pets them like 10 minutes after they see them for the first time. <laughs> and they're pretty scary. And um, Hagrid's like, now since you've pet one for like one time you get to ride it which is definitely safe yeah and it's 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 kind of unfair because he's doesn't really give and anyone else he doesn't want to <laughs> he doesn't really give anyone else a chance he just kind of he's just like okay harry yeah he ahead. like it's just only harry he's giving the chance of he's not like being yeah, like harry's only gets to ride it yeah he's not being like oh hey harry lavender brown want to ride this hippogriff 
You should let a Slytherin ride in. Yeah. Slytherins are great. Anywho. Because then and people then are just like, oh, he favors the Gryffindors because he didn't let any Slytherins try out the hippogriff. Ev- he's like, okay, everyone, now you can go over and pet them. And then Malfoy goes over and he's like, oh, I'm so cool. Um, This must be really easy because Harry can do it. And before Hagrid says that, like, they can understand what you're saying and they're insulted if you insult them and they might attack you. And um, Malfoy is insulting it. And um, which was totally just a little understanding. He didn't know. Yeah. He, he was talking. He, <laughs> he wasn't paying attention. <laughs> it's not his fault. <laughs> it kind of is. But it's also kind of not. Yeah. Because Hagrid should have been like, you, like, before they pet them, he should have asked them, what should you never, ever do to a hippogriff? And then they all respond in unison. Taunt it. Uh, yeah. That would have been. I love when they do that. Everyone responds in unison. Yeah. Okay. So, so then. <laughs> um, Mal- and then. Buckbeak, the hippogriff, kind of attacks him because that's what happens. And then it basically almost takes Malfoy's arm off. Yeah, which and then is the annoying d- thing dangerous. is, like, oh, he's fine. He's just faking. It's like you saw it happen. <laughs> so then, at fast forwarding back to the Quidditch match that we accidentally skipped that important stuff in. When right before Harry falls, he sees a Dementor. No, he sees the a black dog like a grim. Oh yeah, right in the stands, and then he sees the Dementors, and he's. What like, was Sirius even doing there? Like, why did he even want to watch a dumb Quidditch he game? He said that he wanted to see if Harry was like James. So uh, then, gag. Because so James then, was a chaser, wasn't he? Not a seeker. No, he was a seeker. Oh, I thought he was a. He was a seeker. Okay. So then, mind. Harry sees the Dementors, and he's like, "Oh crap, I'm gonna die." So then he passes out and he falls 50 feet. Why he was that high, I don't know. And he hears his parents dying. <laughs> kind of always fun. <laughs> so then Dumbledore <laughs> saves him. And then he wakes up and he, his broom is destroyed. And then he's like, mm, that's all I care about. Yeah, he doesn't even like sad because he heard his parents dying. He's like, I don't care that my parents are dead. I just want to care about my broom. And also, he keeps the broken parts of his broom, and it's like, what's good will that it's, do? It's literally garbage. <laughs> just I, I would keep part of it, like a little part, like maybe the handle where it says Nimbus two thousand and one. Oh yeah. But then the rest I would toss. Yeah, because then you can remember your first ever, well, second ever broom. You could say like, this is my first ever real broom. Yeah, true. Cause real broom. Okay. He gets yeah. the toy broom from Sirius. Why did Sir- Sirius has a weird obsession of giving Harry brooms? Yeah. <laughs> Here, do some cleaning. <laughs> it's funny. If I was Mrs. Weasley, I would have taken Harry's broomstick and I would have just used uh, it's it for a great every broom. I would have been like, I'm going to use this for everyday use. <laughs> okay. There's actually a double. Okay, question. With a broomstick, why does it matter that the, like, tail twigs are in place is it just making it more aerodynamic or does it actually matter um like if if, if makes it look nice more if aerodynamic some them, if some of them get broken off or is it like part of the broom where it then won't function as good well i mean it or might, will it it might affect it a little bit but probably not that much yeah. it's just little twigs okay what what okay is it just like the part that you sit on, that, like the handle that makes it fly? I or don't is know. It the twigs, because there there are brooms that like it looks like they're the twigs are really sharp. So that might be it. I don't know. Have you ever just wanted to take your broom, light the twig part on fire, and just use <laughs> it as a torch? <laughs> I would want to do that so badly. Okay, so off topic. <laughs> okay. We're talking about brooms. It's kind of on topic. Okay, so, so then Harry gets a new broom. Well, at Christmas time, Harry yeah. gets a nim- uh, firebolt, which is expensive. Extremely. It's a professional broom. Ow. Oh, no. It's okay. Um, so, then, um, since people think Sirius Black is after him, Hermione goes to McGonagall and she's like, um, hi, Harry got a broom from I don't know who. And um, the one smart thing Hermione ever does. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and then McGonagall comes to the common room. She's like, hey, can I see that broom? So then 
Harry gives it to her, and she's like, wow, this is nice. And then she's <laughs> like, I'm going to have to take this um, to make sure it's not jinxed or anything like that. So then they take it, and they do that stuff. And then they're mad at Hermione, and then it appears that... Wait, when does this happen? Like, after he gets the broom? When does it seem like her Crookshanks eats scabbers? Uh, That's after Christmas, right? Because it's pretty yeah. far into the book. Yeah, it's after Christmas. So sometime after Christmas, Ron comes... No, because they get the firebolt back. It's right after they get the firebolt back. Oh, yeah, right. And Ron is bringing it back up. And he comes downstairs screaming because he's weird. <laughs> and he has his sheets. And he is like, there's blood on them. And Scabbers is gone. And he's like, I found cat hairs in the common room. I mean, not in the common room. In the dormitory. And then he's like, your cat ate my rat. <laughs> I'm a poet and I didn't know it. He didn't say that. But that's funny. And, um. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> then. They're really mad at each other. Oh, we forgot to mention when Sirius tries to kill the rat in Ron's bed. Oh, yeah. And then. But it's weird. Does he seriously expect that Ron sleeps with a rat? I don't know. And then, but before that. I'm sorry. We have done a lot of mistakes in this podcast and the last one where we've done some things. And then, before Crookshanks supposedly eats scabbers, Ron wakes up in the middle of the night and he looks up and Sirius Black is over him and he's holding a knife. And Ron screams. And I imagine he screams like a little girl (laughs) because that would be funny. And Sirius Black is like, whoa, that's scary. Yeah, and it turns out to be Neville's fault because he had a list of passwords. passwords. <laughs> so then, um, yeah. Okay, so then Crookshank supposedly eats Gabbers. Yeah, and and then they're going on with life and with the whole Buckbeak attacking Malfoy. Yeah, Buck and Beak has an appeal against Lucius Malfoy, and then he loses. And he has to be. Executed. Yeah. Scary. So then that guy, McNair, comes and he tries to kill Buckbeak and he succeeds. Well, or so we (laughs) thought. (laughs) Yeah, and then... Oh, uh, wait, no. At at Hagrid's hut, they go before the execution and Hagrid's really scared, right? So he breaks... Does he break... He breaks the milk jug. That's what it is. So then Hermione's like, okay, I'll pour out some more milk so then she does and when she's getting down like a new pitcher she looks in and she and screams scabbers. and scabbers is inside and they're all like whoa so scabbers. far and then ron's like wow that's cool and then dumbledore fudge the committee member and mccanair come to execute buckbeak so then harry ron and Ronnie are kind of like well we should leave so then they do and um on the way out they kind of look over and they see mcnair and he puts his axe high in the air and he chops down they heard a big thunk and they're like oh he's dead yeah buckbeak he's dead so they're all really sad because he's and then dead. later that night they see no no this yeah. is no yeah and then at that time Ron is holding Scabbers, and Scabbers runs away, and then a big, the big black dog comes over and grabs Ron by oh yeah right his pant leg. Which <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be that funny, but it really is. And drags Ron into the tree, and then brings him underneath the tree's roots, which is totally natural. Yeah, and, and then Harry and Hermione go after Ron because. They that's what you do. That's not what I do. I'd run and get help. <laughs> I'd be like, "Welp, there goes Ron." <laughs> I just walk away. I'd probably go get I'd be, a teacher I'd be and like, be like, I'd, wa- "I'd walk in very slowly into school. I pass McGon. I'm like, oh hey, Ron's dying. Bye. <laughs> Keep on walking.' 
<laughs> Ron was stuck into a tree. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> Harry and Hermione go after Ron. But then it turns out the tree is the Walvane Well. <sighs> and it starts hitting them because it's not a very nice tree. And then Crickshanks, Hermione's cat, kind of walks over and it touches a root and the tree freezes and then Harry and Hermione are like, whoa, that was really cool. And then, and then, um, they go underneath the tree and they walk along this path into this weird house and they're like, I think we're in the Shrieking Shack. Or if you forget what that is, that is a house that is supposedly haunted in Hogsmeade, but it's like kind of far away. Like you can see it from Hogsmeade, but it's not like in the village. So they're like, well, this is weird. Also, how long is that path? I don't know. Probably pretty long because they have to walk to Hogsmeade, which is kind of far. Yeah, it's just like this long walk yeah. under the ground. Yeah, so anyway. That just sounds like a lot of fun. Then they get into the Shrieking Shack and there's dust on the floor, right? And then they see that there's like this trail and they're like, oh, looks like. Ron was dragged upstairs by that dog. So then they walk upstairs because that's a smart idea. And they walk in the room and Ron is sitting on the bed and he's like, oh guys, I broke my leg. And they're like, cool, man. They kind of knew he broke his leg before when he kind of fell in the tree thing. And he's like, guys, it's a trap. He's the dog. And he just points to the door and then Sirius Black is like behind the door <laughs> close and he's like, hi. They're <laughs> like, whoa. 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 And so then Sirius Black explains that it was Peter Pettigrew who betrayed. No, not yet. Then he's like, guys, I'm not the murderer. And then they hear a noise and they're like, Lupin. And they're like, there's something else in the house. And then Remus Lupin, the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher, comes over and he's like, Hey guys. He's like, hey, how's it going? And then he sees Sirius Black and he's like, you. And then, like, they say some words, but they're like really weird and awkward. They're like, wait, but what? Are you sure? Are you sure it's him? And it's like, okay. So then everyone's kind of confused except for them. And then they hug each other and they're like, oh, I haven't seen such a long time. <laughs> and, her, and then they're all like, wait they're on the same side so then they all get really freaked out and then Lupin's just like just let him explain and then Hermione's like don't trust him he's a werewolf and they're all like what <laughs> so then Lupin's like that's where this all starts me being a werewolf and then they go on this long rant we have five minutes oh. sorry and then he goes on this long rant about how like he was a werewolf and like Sirius and this guy named Peter Pettigrew and Harry's father James were all like best friends and they went into that chat because Lupin was a werewolf and the other ones turned into animals and they came and hang out with him and then they were all best friends but then Pettigrew turned over to the dark side and dun, when dun, dun. in the time of Voldemort Lily and James were in hiding, and then Pettigrew told um, Voldemort, Voldemort where they were hiding, so then Voldemort came and killed them. But then everyone thought that it, Sirius betrayed it, and then Sirius tracked Pettigrew down, and Pettigrew killed those people, and he turned into a rat, which is the thing that he turns into. And then they were all like, whoa, that's so cool. And then Lupin was like, and then I think someone says like, oh, how can we believe that? And Lupin's like, Pettigrew's here. He's that rat you're holding, Ron. And Ron's like, oh, no, you're such a liar. <laughs> so then he's like, just give me the rat and I can prove it. So then he takes Ron's rat and he does some sort of charm because he's magic and that's what they do. <laughs> and he turns Scabbers. Into Peter No, he turns Scabbers into Peter Pettigrew. And then they're all convinced that Sirius is actually good. 
which i wouldn't have believed i'd be <laughs> like are you sure or are you lying yeah like i don't understand i like how this one thing they're just like yeah you're telling the truth yeah it doesn't make any sense yeah really <laughs> i would have been like you're lying and i would run away i'd have been like hold up Hmm. <laughs> let me think about that you just sit there for like 20 <laughs> minutes and you're, like, you're lying <laughs> yeah okay so then they believe Sirius and then they try and take Peter Pettigrew with them but he turns into a rat and he, he runs, runs away, away. they should have just put him in a jar when he turned like they should have been like <laughs> put him in a jar <laughs> they should have been like turn back into a rat and then put him in a jar and then well like he's the one who chooses that he turns back into a rat yeah That's true hard and then when they walk outside it turns out they should have like been it is the full moon (gasps) and then Lupin turns into a werewolf and runs away and then Sears kind of goes after him and he's like oh I'm gonna fight blah 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 so then Harry runs after Sears and he's like I don't want him to die oh by the way Sears is Harry's godfather which I forgot to mention a long time ago yep and so then oopsie Harry and Sirius meet some Dementors on the lake. And the Dementors go after Sirius. And from across the lake, Harry sees someone who he thinks is his father cast a Patronus that looks just like Harry's. And so then Harry's like, oh, that's my father. Yay. And then Sirius is saved. But then they they both pass out. Yeah. And then they wake up and then Harry wakes up in the hospital wing and Fudge is like, and then Fudge is like, I'm going to go put the, give, have a Dementor give the kiss to Sirius. So then a Dementor does. And then, no, he, du- he hasn't yet. Yeah, whatever. And then Dumbledore goes in to the hospital wing where Harry and Hermione are because Ron's still asleep or something. And he's like, you can save two lives. And then Hermione understands. That's all he says. He's just like, you can save another innocent life. Give it three turns. And he walks out. Yeah, and then there's somehow, and then Hermione understands, and she takes a time turner, and she grabs her into a closet, and then they go off, and they, by the way, they've already turned back time, and they're three hours back, (laughs) yeah, and then Harry saves the hippogriff, and then later, Buckbeak, yeah, so it turns out that McNair just chops a pumpkin in half, which is sad, because pumpkins are cool, and then or hits the fence no he hits the fence i think it's in the book he cuts a pump i mean the movie he cuts a pumpkin um and so then harry discovers that it wasn't his father who saved harry it was him who saved harry and (laughs) harry (laughs) saved harry that makes sense (laughs) and then harry saved past harry and future harry then and future hermione go back no they ride on buckbeak up to where sirius is kept and they're like hey sirius get on this thing <laughs> isn't it kind of weird this year she just climbs out of the window and he's like okay there's not any security yeah it is weird so then he climbs out of the window as you do and he gets on buckbeak and then harry flies away. harry and hermione get off because he like flies back down to the ground and then he flies away and then harry and hermione go back in time to their present time and they're no, like they just yay. run back they don't do anything else with the time turner Oh, because then their time is up. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Remember the whole element of you only have this much time. Mm, yeah. But then I always think they're still living in the past. Yeah. Throughout the re- like Hermione's multiple past selves. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Then Sirius sends them a letter. Well, he's well, they're on the train saying he's okay. And then the owl that delivers it is super cute and tiny. And then Ron gets to keep it. And yeah. his name is Pigwidgeon. And he's so cute. So now... I would have let Hermione keep the owl and given Crookshanks to Ron. Because Ron, uh, Hermione actually wanted an owl. And Ron... No, Hermione just gets both. And we're good. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sirius specifically said that it would go to Ron. Yeah. But uh, Ron seems to hate both the pets he gets because he hates pigwidgeon even though pigwidgeon is so cute and he hates scabbers and it's like that's why i don't like like when scabbers is apparently missing he's like "Mm, everyone feel bad for me and it's like you always hated it what's your deal yeah i bet that pigwidgeon had died like hedwig died for harry he'd been like feel bad for me but harry's not even that sad about hedwig he He is and then just doesn't tell anyone he's just like 
Oh, Hedwig's dead. He's just like... Okay. Now we'll move on to the awards, which is fun because, yeah. Okay. So... Four. Teacher. Oh, the year. Oh, by the way, teacher of the year. It's how much they teach you, not their character. Sadly, we have... Otherwise, we could have gone with Umbridge in the fifth book. Who is now a teacher. Professor Trelawney. Professor Snape and Professor McGonagall. I don't think it would be Snape or... No, Snape's actually good. Probably yeah. not McGonagall. Yeah, probably not Hagrid or Trelawney because of obvious well, reasons. But I think Snape would be good because um, he is actually just a good teacher. And also, um, he made the wolves... Bane potion. Is it Wolf's Bane or Wolf's Vein? It's Wolf's Bane. Okay. Sorry, I normally listen to the audiobooks. So it's Wolf's Bane potion. Veins are in your body. Veins <laughs> are somehow <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyway, that's why Wolf's Vein kind of makes sense. Cause it's like the vein of a wolf that runs that like goes through you, so your wolf instead of a werewolf. <gasps> okay. Sense. Okay. So anyways, <laughs> maybe they meant. Vain, but then the guy who is writing it was thinking about the letter B, so I just wrote the letter Wolf's Bane, and he's like, eh, it's I mean, fine. She. Oh, is it she that makes it? What? What? JQ. Are you taking No, that? I'm talking about, like, oh, in yeah. the world of Harry Potter. Mm, yes. Whoever makes yeah, it, it, it. It's a guy, isn't it? I think so. Isn't it? They Are never you? say. Isn't it, uh, someone slug. Slughorn? No. Yeah, Slughorn mentions him, doesn't he? Mentions the person who made Wolfsbane push. Okay, it doesn't. <gasps> oh, yeah, I think it does. Yeah, it is, dude. Sorry. <laughs> Weird things. Okay, it doesn't matter. Um. Uh, so, yeah, I'd say. But Snape. also, Chelani. And Snape. I feel like I feel like Chelani always. I always kind of feel bad for her because, like, McGonagall says her subject is pointless. And it's like, there is proof. In that world, that fortune telling is real. Yeah, like but there are prophecies that come true, and something some things they say do come true. Like at the end of the third, she says this weird thing about like, <gasps> wait, what did she say? I think it's like the certain we will go back to the dark lord. Yeah, I think that um, like the thing is though, Trani doesn't really teach them much about divin. Divi- divination, you know? Divination. Because true divination, according, like, it seems as She l- teaches them the skill. She's yeah, not very good at it. I think it's because... It's the same with you need You need to have, like, the inner eye, you know? She, ha- she has the inner eye. Yeah, but, like, I, I think that's why everyone thinks that she's a fraud, because everyone else isn't able to do it because they don't have the inner eye, you know? That's why I don't really like that subject, because, like, only a few people are actually able to do it. Yeah, okay. So... Anyway, so Trelawney could be a good teacher if she was teaching. Hagrid's, so, if she Hagrid's was, so, if, if if Trelawney was teaching someone who actually had the inner eye, she she, could, she would be a good. She's so she's actually a good teacher at her subject. It's just from Harry and Ron's perspective, it's bad because they don't have the inner eye. Yeah. Okay. So Hagrid Hagrid is no. just not a good teacher. He, like you see him as a a good teacher because he just favorites favors. Excuse me. Harry and Ron and Hermione and all the Gryffindors, actually. Yeah. So he's seen as, like, a friendly person. But then with that logic, Snape is also a friendly person because he favors people. Yeah. Okay, so Hagrid is canceled out. It's. I think Snape has a better argument. Well, like, Chelani's actually a really good teacher. Yeah. So I'd say Chelani. Mm-hmm. But Snape is also pretty good because Snape caught Sirius Black. I think it would be Trelawney. Yeah, so Trelawney could probably work. Yeah, I think she would win. So the next one is is student of the year. And I wrote down Neville, Hermione, Percy, and Harry. Percy's an excellent student. Percy's really good that year because he is really responsible and he's head boy. Yeah. And he loves doing it. And when they're uh, in the Great Hall because of Sirius Black breaking in, he's like able to keep the students in order yeah he's really good yeah i'd say percy wins on a by a long shot yeah i think percy wins yay percy (laughs) for a new character we have lupin serious gag gag 
Fudge. Gay. Well, not really. And um, Stan Shumpike. I think we can roll out Stan Shumpike. Oh, yeah. I just wrote <laughs> him down because there aren't re- really many new characters. Okay. I Yeah, Stan Shumpike's not that big. I think that probably not Fudge because he he doesn't he's not very good at his job yeah he's just kind of like he could have been really notable in history if he had done a better job and even though he actually is in the second book i just realized oh right but he's in it very briefly okay so we can roll out fudge who are the other people lupin and Sirius. okay well lupin is just there kind of like yeah. he's just like the reason i don't like lupin is because he's too good because like characters are fun who are like evil so they're like exciting or like you don't really know where their loyalties lie yeah but um lupin's just too good like he never even considers being evil yeah and i don't like him because he favors harry like he's he uh, he's also just so depressing yeah he teaches he's the okay he teaches harry the patronus but he doesn't teach any of the other students how to cast like the other Patronus. people get affected by it yeah too. they feel sad too like just because harry's the only one who passes out and harry seems to have the saddest memory that doesn't mean that you're gonna like choose harry like, like it's like if you have a bad life and other people have a worse life you're still yeah allowed to say you have a bad you would have been called the best defense against the dark arts teacher if you taught every student how to cast a patronus because like i mean i can understand not teaching the first and second years and yeah because they're is it like seventh year stuff though yeah i well i mean if a third year can do it all years can do it (laughs) yeah maybe not first year though because it takes very a while yeah okay so so lupin's actually really good uh the thing as my the thing is though the reason why it works so well with harry is because uh his bogart was a dementor so it was easy for him to like you know yeah so okay so moving on um i think sirius would actually also be really good because um even though he's questionable at the beginning he's actually a really good person and he loves harry and because i think it's just so sweet that he loves harry even though he doesn't really know him that well because in harry's first year when he was alive he was in hiding and then after that, Sirius was in Azkaban. Yeah, that. Yeah. So, I think Sirius would actually win that. Yeah. Okay. Yay, Sirius. Ooh, this is a good one. For magical creature, we have Buckbeak, Crookshanks, Flobberworms, and Werewolves. <laughs> By the way, after Haggard shows them the hippogriffs, he shows them Flobberworms that are literally just worms yeah they're are, pretty fun i always imagine them looking really cute yeah me like, too like bright green caterpillars <laughs> who are like really big and adorable okay well uh flower worms don't do that much to yeah. this book which is sad because they could have like i think that maybe hippogriffs are awesome i think it would have been better if hagrid i mean not if Sirius had been saved by a flobber worm that would have been so funny <laughs> yeah. just like slowly inching his way to freedom <laughs> one little flower at a time yeah like he he could have been like taken Harry could, and Hermione and could have he just slowly goes <laughs> off into the distance Harry and Hermione could have like dumped out the whole crate of flobber worms and, and like, just, just run <laughs> run <laughs> okay so um hippogriffs kind of they're safe. really cool yeah they save Sirius, and werewolves don't really do that much in this book i love the thought of buckbeak being like an outlaw yeah <laughs> a creature living the wildlife <laughs> i think buckbeak wins that one yeah definitely Even, i think wait hold on is crookshanks magical because he kind of seems like he is uh, like personally i would say he is but i bet because he's in the mad yeah he i'd say he is magical but he just he's in the magical animal place he doesn't succeed at his job of killing scabbers um so buckwheat wins that one right yep so what's next so villain last one is best villain we have peter pettigrew lucius malfoy draco malfoy and mcnair the executioner mcnair is pretty evil but not really but like he doesn't show up very much he just shows he up. turns out to be 
he is a Death Eater in the later books. But he doesn't. At this, at this point, he's not. Yeah, he just that evil. I know he's just working for the ministry. He's trying to save the students of. He's trying to save the stu- He's trying to save the students of Hogwarts. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So he's pretty good, but uh. So, uh, Peter Pettigrew. Is I think Pettigrew. <laughs> yeah. Except for he's not like that evil. He's just seeking the he person. Is evil. Mo- he Come just, on. He just seeks the person. Well, okay, yeah, because he works for evil people. That's like he's a servant of the dark lord. <laughs> yeah, and before that, he was the servant of a bully. Oh my! James is so mean. Yeah, he, is. <laughs> he really is. Yeah. Why does everyone think he's so great? He's so I mean. don't know. And like, Lily's even like James. What did Snape ever do to you? And he can't think of a good, decent reason. Yeah. He's just like, oh, I just don't like him. And it's like, well. Yeah, that's like why Harry doesn't like Malfoy. <laughs> he, like, Harry's excuse is, he was mean to me. But when do we see that? We see Harry making the first act of meanness yeah, towards Malfoy. Always. Like, even the first time he meets Malfoy, he's like, Ugh, him. I yeah. don't like him. And it's like, you've, know, you've known him for like a few seconds. And sometimes the first time you meet someone... They say something that you don't really like, and it turns out they're delightful. Yeah, and Malfoy, like we said before, is judging Harry on it who he is, not on the fact that he's a famous person. He's just like, what a nice guy. He could be yeah. my friend, you know? And Ron becomes his friend because he's like, ooh, Ron. Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ron wasn't very nice to Harry at all. Yeah. Okay. So, should we agree on Pettigrew? Yeah, definite. Because he's, like, Lucius does some evil things. But not really. But also, like, in his defense, he was trying to save his poor little son. His son was attacked by something. And it was... In in that situation, I would say, that hippogriff needs to go. Yeah, I'd be like, it attacked a child. No. Just no. (laughs) I, like... He was actually being pretty nice. And also, like... Because he didn't have Hagrid fired, which is what I would have done. And also, the thing is, is that... If you're saying, well, Malfoy didn't listen to Hagrid, you'd say, why are you having a class where that could, any potential of that happening? Yeah, like, I mean, maybe in the seventh year, but not in the third year. Yeah. For their first lesson. And I love how he's like, I wanted something impressive. And it's like, well, you did that. Yeah. At least just don't interact with them. So, thank you for listening to Into the Pensieve. And next time we will be talking about... Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. The end.